Hello, this is Harry Thomason, and welcome to The Story You Never Heard, produced, edited, and scored with original music by our friend Benji Gaither in Nashville. On this podcast, we'll tell you stories about your world, your country, your people, and things that happened long ago and not so long ago, stories you've probably never heard until now. Here's tonight's tale. in the river. We've heard all our lives that the Titanic was the greatest maritime disaster of all time. With over 1,500 lives lost, we've watched Leo standing on the bow, and we've seen the boat go to the bottom of the sea, carrying its passengers to a cold, dark grave. But there is a story you don't know, and it starts 48 years earlier than the Titanic, and a long way from the Atlantic. It doesn't start in the middle of the ocean, but in the middle of our country, seven miles upstream from Memphis, Tennessee, on the mighty Mississippi River. It's about a steamboat, the SS Sultana, making its way down the Mississippi from Cairo, Illinois, and stopping in Vicksburg, Mississippi, on its way to New Orleans. The Civil War has just ended. While docked in Vicksburg, the captain, J.C. Mason, has a visitor, Reuben Hatch, the chief quartermaster at Vicksburg, and a close personal friend, he claimed, of Abraham Lincoln. Hatch has a deal for Mason. Thousands of recent released Union prisoners of war that had been held by the Confederacy at horrendous prisons like Cahaba and Andersonville were being based in a temporary camp outside Vicksburg. The U.S. government would pay $2.75 per enlisted man and $8 per officer to any steamboat captain who would take a group north. Knowing that Mason was in need of money, Hatch suggested he could guarantee Mason about 1,400 prisoners if Mason would agree to give him a kickback. Now, they quickly agreed to a deal, and Mason agrees to pick up the passengers on his way back from the Sultana's destination of New Orleans. On the return trip, about 10 hours south of Vicksburg, a leak develops in one of the boilers, forcing the boat to slow down. Once docked in Vicksburg, a mechanic is brought on board to work on a boiler. Now, he wants to cut and replace a piece of it. But by the time the repairs will have been completed, the prisoners will have been sent home on other boats. Instead, Mason and his chief engineer convince the mechanic to make temporary repairs. Instead of taking two or three days... The temporary repairs will only take one. The prisoners start boarding immediately. Soon, the seriously overloaded vessel, with an unbelievable 2,407 souls on board, including families with women and children who had purchased tickets, and one full-grown alligator, a liberated Union Army's mascot. As you can tell by sounds from the overloaded boat, the men were exhilarated to be headed toward home and loved ones, and they celebrated well into the night. At 
2.11 a.m. on April the 27th, 1865 in Mid-River, seven miles upstream from Memphis near Marion, Arkansas, the Sultana's boilers blow apart, and the Mapses explosion dumps hundreds of people, some dead, some alive, into the cold Mississippi River. All the lifeboats have been destroyed, and it is a literal flaming hell in the water. Not only that, a full-grown alligator is among the struggling survivors. It's not pretty. Confederate officer Frank Barton was camping on the Arkansas side of the river, trying to make his way home to Louisiana. As soon as he sees the boat explodes, he runs shouting to a nearby plantation house and rouses the owner. Ex-slaves who have been freed but are still living on a plantation are awakened by the fire and the commotion. Soon the freed slaves, the plantation owner, and the Confederate officer are all working together, getting small fishing boats and rafts into the water and paddling out to save whom they can. All night long and past sunrise, they row out. They retrieve bodies and survivors, bring them to shore, and then row out again. The explosion is heard eight miles downstream in Memphis, and soon frigates and other boats are headed upriver toward the flames to try to help. At dawn, a horrible sight is visible from the Memphis riverfront as bodies and survivors by the hundreds float past. Word spreads, and soon every available rowboat is in the river. Confederates pulling what had been their sworn enemy a few weeks before to shore. A horrible, divisive war might have just ended But this was about humanity. Soon all the bells of Memphis were showing up at the water's edge with their finest petticoats to be used as bandages and to swap the dead. It seemed every available wagon and carriage in Memphis was at the waterfront, loading victims and galloping off toward the hospital. Over 500 survivors were pulled from the cold water as they floated past Memphis. Unfortunately, of those, over 300 died in the Memphis hospital. When it was over, Despite Herculean efforts, according to the U.S. Customs Service, 1,547 souls perished the night the Sultana went down. A greater tragedy than the Titanic. Now, you're probably wondering why you've never heard of the Sultana, a gripping, dramatic story. Well, it was the end of the war, and only five days before, Abraham Lincoln had been assassinated. That took up pretty much all the newspaper space. Plus, on the very day the Sultana sank, John Wilkes Booth, Lincoln's assassin, was run to ground and killed. The Sultana got a three-line mention in the New York Times. The story was pretty much lost to the press nationwide. The survivors of the Sultana had yearly reunions until 1927, when there were only four left. The last survivor died in 1935. Today, there's a Sultana Museum located in Marion, Arkansas, and if you're ever in the Memphis area, it's certainly worth a short drive to visit it. Thank you for listening to the story you never heard. Have a good night, and we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this audio adventure and will join us every 10 days for a brand new The Story You Never Heard. To help us continue to produce new and engaging stories, please consider supporting us. Go to our website at www.thestoryyouneverheard.com to find out more. By supporting us, you'll get more stories plus great gifts, and your support will only cost about the same as a large box of popcorn per month at the movies. Subscribe and treat yourself to a great shared adventure. 
This show is executive produced by Douglas Jackson, and our technical consultant and website administrator is John Balderson. Thank you for listening. Have a good night, and we'll see you in 10 days.